welcome, 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 one and all, to our holiday season Strangers Rolling Dice. Whenever you're listening to this someday in the future, because there is always a delay from when we are recording and when things are coming out, I want to wish you, from the past, a happy, merry time. Uh, may the Yuletide, uh, you know, wash away your souls into the oblivion or something. And on oh, that note, wait right, a minute. <laughs> Yuletide. So I have in front of me here a beautiful, almost empty uh, bottle of Bushmills Black, uh, Black Bush Irish Whiskey. And I was just given right before the session by my lovely girlfriend uh, a, <laughs> a giant bottle of Holiday Nog. So I am going oh, to yeah. begin this session by, <laughs> by nog it up. I'm going to nog it up just a little bit. So in Good March, garbage. when you're listening to this, um, think back and just remember eggnog. Remember sitting on the couch after you've consumed eggnog and how you feel. Uh, anyway, nog. let's play D&D and stuff. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight first? Woo! Not for DNT. True. <laughs> okay. Good yeah. answers, all. I dig it. Can you it's feel the vibe. enthusiasm? Yes. I think but... everyone, safe to say, is maybe a little bit tired, a little worn down by the grind of life. Maybe you need a little bit of holiday cheer. Yep. Like from a giant thing of holiday nog. Oh dear. Oh no, yeah. I make uh, my own nog. You make your own nog. It's like making your own luck. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Do that too. I'm a halfling. Easy. <laughs> you do that too. <laughs> Bart Fudd makes his own nog, makes his own luck. Um, all right, final ingredient to my nog. That whiskey in there. I don't have any brandy or anything. I have to do I'm celebrating a little bit also because last episode we kind of reached, I would say, would you guys agree, a milestone in some ways. Yeah? Yeah, we lost our beloved trees. We lost our beloved trees. But I mean, also, there was that epic encounter, though, that, right. that like cemented so much of what we've been doing. Yeah. Any thoughts or feelings on that? Before I read my previously on... Wait, what's uh, what's I want to I want to get the general room check here. How's people feelings? Uh, yeah, good. I mean, it feels like it feels like the end, right? It feels like the beginning of the turning of the page. Mm. Something is gonna change. Maybe we're all gonna kill this new character just for fun. <laughs> yeah, because we're just like, you can certainly try. <laughs> that's what's going to change. So you figured it out. <laughs> I wrote that ahead of time, and uh, that's going to happen next. You got it. You'll, you'll reinvigorated. With, uh, with, I am uh, the new guest NPC. <laughs> Beast serpent. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. That's, that's good. It's good. I, um, I just yeah. Hmm. Go on. Oh no! If only if only we knew to follow the stars from the get go, man. Dang, we could have. Yeah. Well, yeah. who knows? <laughs> yeah, also, maybe if you followed that star and you started off in a different location, who knows if we get there? Oh, uh, true that. Good point. But <laughs> uh, 
I think I think I'm pretty much ready to go if you guys are just to read this here previously on. Yeah? Go for it. East. Yeah. Right. Little sip of dog. Nogalicious. When I was uh, when I was younger, I used to insist that because my birthday, which is in two days, uh, and Hanukkah, and we're Jewish, and Christmas, and New Year's, and Boxing Day, they're all at the same time. And so it was just like this horrible clusterfuck of having to do things for the holidays. So I I played a lot of World of Warcraft, and I wanted there to be a holiday instead that was just called Nogginfogger where I sat at home in my bathrobe and drank eggnog and played World of Warcraft. But that's a matter for another time. Because previously on Strangers Rolling Dice, I've lost my page already. <laughs> that's crazy. The it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. The animated armor, this helm horror face bested in combat as your party struggles to find the way forward onto the altar. You unleashed an ancient dragon of pure starlight trapped inside a pillar of stone. Apsu granted you his boons, his treasures of the material plane, and some wisdom you may follow the shepherd's crook stars and find what you seek. With your reign of justice, you can bring smoke to the croaking fire. And your family, find your friends. You sought Bulabadur, and within one of its hidden shrines, found some kernels of light and truth. There were some strained words between Bart trees. Bro and Karzalek said their piece as well. Where to next? Open another vault and see what's inside? Or climb out of the precarious opening back down the stairs? Well, they rested. In the morning, trees had gone. One could say that he leafed. We said farewell. <laughs> For now, <laughs> to Cow. an old good friend. I know that we'll meet again. I don't know where. So down this hallway, as the party reels from this revelation, looking for their friend and a way out, they find a statue standing against the wall, holding a tray was not there before. They examine the statue, place their hands on the stone tray, press down, and the stone, nay, plaster, cracks, and the facade falls away in chunks. A medium-sized metallic figure with sturdy hips and legs, standing upright, a shield and a staff, two long swords, dirty metal hardware making up their body, glowing blue goggles eyes and it asks aren't you gonna ask permission first or maybe you could say that for us here michael well aren't you gonna ask permission first and dap waddles up behind the lot of you with 
the strange counter in progress, opens one big froggy eye, inspecting this creature. And what do you do? I just look around at them, my head just like moving, looking at each one of them one at a time. Cars is definitely in a defensive position. Uh, he's pretty much accustomed to like thinking he has to kill anything that moves down here already. It just uh, he's gonna hit him with the good old uh, ask, ask for permission. What? What are you talking about? Who? Who are you? What? What are you? Uh, 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 um, who am? Who am I? Um, uh, hmm. I'm not. Who am I? I'm I'm not really sure. Who are you? What are you doing here? I get in a stance as well and pull out my shield and sword. <laughs> Carlos just Carlos just looks warily back at Crow at Bar. Like he like gives him like, do you guys have any idea what's going on? Look, because I am absolutely <laughs> like confounded here. I think Crow uh, takes out her shield and sword as well, just to be ready. <laughs> um, but she'll reply, I have no clue. Are, are, are you called something? Metal I, creature? You know, I don't, I don't think anybody's ever called me anything. I haven't met a whole lot of people down here. Or how, up here? How long have you been behind this, this statue? How long, indeed? Um, I, uh, you see, like them, their like eyes and their head just like tilts and like they just like start to like zone, out, trying to think of how to answer that, but not really like saying anything. Hmm. Um, I'm I'm not exactly sure. What What year is it? What is the year? I don't Quick. think anyone knows. You know this time, yeah. I don't I want to be like the one to pull up the calendar. PD, but I'm not the one who knows that. Look at the uh, look at the uh, pins. In oh yeah. The, uh, the old general? I believe general no. has it. Or camp- yeah, or general campaign. does the Kasurian calendar. Boom! I'm on it. Tell me, hey, come on, load. Should have a pretty up to date version of events. Is it not on the world anvil? It hey, should be on that too. Hey, well, 12, oh, there we go. Whoa, whoa, I just opened up four calendars. Hold on yeah. a second. <laughs> the Kasurian calendar. It hmm. is loading. Here it comes. Here it comes. It is the year 1249. Hmm. Lamashan, the 19th. I nailed it. There you go. 49. But I don't know that as a character. So just so one staring blankly. Tell this creature that it's it's <laughs> it's it's twelve forty nine. So it's what? Mean, it's twelve forty nine of Lamashan. Does that mean um, anything to you? I can answer that. Yeah, please do. The last date that you had in your log was. Mm-hmm. A higher number than that. My my. 
I must have gone back in time, or... But... Very... I'm not exactly sure exactly how this back. works. It's 12.49? Your clock might have gotten out of sync. Who knows? Hmm. It's, I need yeah, to it's reset. It's been 12.49 for, well, quite a while. But what... <clears throat> What are you doing down here? What's what is what's your purpose? Uh, my purpose, my purpose. Um, what is my purpose? Well, you know, I've just been wandering here. It's like scary outside, and this is the only home I've known. So I don't, I don't want to go outside really. And I, you know, everything I need is in here. Check check this out. I like show you my sword. I show you. I pull out my shield. I'm like, check this out. I fixed this. I found it off a dead guy. <laughs> Same with these swords and this backpack full of stuff. I got it all off dead people. Do the sword and shield like? Can we tell if they are contemporary to our time? Is there a check? Um, unless I don't know the answer to this. I mean, uh, Michael, you go ahead and, and answer first if you with your gut, but I think I know the answer. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I feel like they could make a check for it. Um, yeah. If they wanted. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, what, what kind of check do you think this would be? Um, investigation? Yeah, maybe investigation. Yeah, that makes sense. Investigation. Yeah, just like investigation. poking yeah. everything up. Okay. That makes sense. Anyone who wants to make an investigation, go for it. DC, I, I'll have already set here. 17 okay. for Karzalek. 17. I think, I think what I'm trying to answer is, um, does it look like it's craftsmanship that uh, is better than our own? Like, did this person come from a future where, you know, there have been advances and that sort of thing? I mean, Karzalek, just looking at this contraption, um, he's going to just jump to assumptions and what, what sort of, what sort of magic binds you this Seem to be. Are you, are you, is there anything under there? Like obviously, like referring to just the plating that covers him head to toe. Binds me. Yeah, what this shit. And cars kind of like <laughs> he whacks his own cha- plate plate down. <laughs> imagine walking up to somebody that you're meeting for the first time and being like, "How are your inner workings connected? What? <laughs> what? Tell let, me. Let me. Let me try something, cars like. I think I've Please. seen this work before. Um, all right, whatever your name is. And I stare this creature in the eyes and I say, everything I say is a lie. Mm-hmm. Am oh. I telling the truth? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, Does it explode? <laughs> Everyone's it's about head explodes. To. <laughs> My head all dead. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, An anxiety attack, maybe? You're <laughs> lies? But how can you speak the truth when speaking? Um, um, what about you? I, I look back at the dwarf. What are you, What binds you, weirdo? Why stout, the stout dwarven blood and muscle that, you know... It's under this plate now here, and I just... Well, maybe, maybe I'm made out of stout dwarven blood and plate man. I'm not... I don't really know. <laughs> Cars just has this incredulous <laughs> look in his face. Like, I love oh. this conversation. Go on. <laughs> where, where did you come from? 
Hmm, where did I come from? I, I've only, I think I've ever only known here. I've never, I mean, I've like peeked outside, but I feel it's scary out there. I've now, been what here was scary about it? So bright, and there's like all the colors and stuff. And here it's like, it's predictable. <laughs> it's nice and quiet. I can just stand here and just watch people go by, and then I can pick up their things when they die later. Ooh. Why would I go outside? What's outside? Oh. Is that where you guys are from? Yes, plenty of things. And Bart motions to his uh, fancy reef headgear. And it's like, this comes from outside. Oh, I like lean forward and look at it. <laughs> you see, it, it is alive. It is green and leafy. Oh, what's outside like? Is it? Is everything green and leafy? Where we are right now, mostly, but there are some places that are like this place, but <laughs> with more people, with lots of big animals and carts people. and noise. Yes, yes. Cart. Yep. Huh. I think, for what it's worth, I don't want to play your character for you here mm -hmm. at all. So let me know what yeah. you think about this. I'm going to float the idea that these words, carts, these, these words, you have like an entry in your mm -hmm. registry about them like it's you been know a while what a cart is it. yeah but Ooh. the context of this term in the environment that you are in at the moment and have been in for your memory you don't necessarily know how to place it i would say hmm. yeah what's a cart am i a cart is that a cart i point it no, uh, you are not a cart. Okay. It's, it, uh, it has wheels, it turns, it pulls things, you put things in it, ride in them. Hmm. Dap here could like pull it, you know? Dap's like, eyeballs like, go like, and he just like looks dap. over here. What's a dap? Oh, sorry, this is dap. Bart will pat Dap on the on the earlobe. I, I like look at it like can't tell if I should be terrified or in awe. Mm -hmm. hmm. Dap. Who are you? Oh, I, I'm Bart, and mm. uh, this is and motions to one of his companions. Um, my name is Crow. Mm, hello. No, I'm Kozilek, Prefect Kyle's. of Slosh Gletcher. Slosh Gletcher? Yes, close close enough. It's uh, not not a very green grassy place. A little more uh, cold stone and ice. Um, Car on that note, Car's going to wheel back like to Bart and Crow and just kind of lean in and be like, we just, we were almost slayed by a, a spirited armor just yesterday is this i don't know is this thing powered by magic and neither of you tell can we trust this thing cars are just thinking like man yeah we almost got iced by that big boy so, so. here's a question ben also yeah. more wise yeah. warforged are they a thing in this world not commonly there's one place where what i think would be known as a great question jay okay thank you mm -hmm. for asking that and i want people's input on this um but I would say there's one place where they are 
Common, which is a city. And if you want, you can pull up on your Discord or in your World Anvil or whatever. You can pull up your map of Kasur. Um, the city of Aotrum in the far northeast um, is renowned for being on the site of a volcano. And they have lots of geothermal power and have mechanical constructs and robotics. Something of this sophistication that you are looking at right now is not something that you are familiar with on the surface world. Okay. Okay. So that reinforces Cars' assumption that this reminds him too a little too closely of the armor that they just killed. So he's like still very much like sure. do you guys, do you, guys, do you guys trust this thing? I can't. I can't really detect magic, but I mean, are sure, you guys picking like, up any funky vibes from this guy? A dwarven context for like enchanted armor that's like a guardian of something would be like you know a stone golem or something designed yeah. to be doing its very specific job, be it be like helping in the quarries or just defending a tomb or something, you know. And they're they're very uh, if if they're not functioning properly, they can be quite dangerous. You know, if if you guys want a private conversation, I, I can go elsewhere. I I don't think we really mind. I think we're just discussing whether, you know, we, we trust you. We don't really know what you are, and you just came out of a wall. So you could see why we'd be a little bit suspicious. You don't seem to remember where you're from. You say you're from the future, maybe? Which seems very confusing. <laughs> I just don't know what... This is not the year that I remember. What year do you remember? A much bigger one. Like in the, thou in the couple thousands? It was three thousands and something. I remember the three thousands. They were good years. Somewhat. Do I remember the three thousands? I'm not sure. You remember some. I start staticking and like parking a little bit. <laughs> I think you remember some. That's that's I want to establish that right now because we've talked a little bit about this character. For sure. You remember some of the things and it's not consistent. What? Mm -hmm. It is a, a amnesia is a trope that does not work for most characters. But for a robot found in an ancient ruin, boy, is it a good one. So you're called Karzalek, you're called Bart, you're called Dap, and you're called Crow? Yep, yes. you've got it. How come Dap doesn't speak? Well, uh, he's... He does. Uh, just, <laughs> he, he does not speak the same language as you. That is all. Dap. Like, let me ask Dap what he thinks of you really quick. <laughs> Hey, Dap, okay. and I'll Dap. speak himself into Dap. What do you think of this thing right here? Do we trust it? He, like, moves his tongue around in his mouth a little bit and brings his head down to your level. And he, he looks into your face, Bart. Says, Dap. Don't know. <laughs> I, turn, I turn back to this metal creature and it's like, yeah, Dap is as confused as all of us, so. <laughs> <laughs> that makes five, six of us? I'll say, or 
five? Well, our new our new friend, for lack of a better word, knows our language. So that is cle- interesting. Clearly, things haven't changed too much when this when this person's from. I I think we're forgetting ourselves a little bit here, though. We were trying to see if we could catch up with our friend who abandoned us last night. Did you happen to see uh, anybody else pass by this way? Oh, the furry creature. Well, you did see the creature. Yeah, they left a couple hours ago. Where'd he go? Which direction? Uh, Down the hall? Didn't follow him. I just stood and watched. What? What? We should we should follow trees. We should. There's still a chance we could catch up. I think trees. we should go. That that was their name, the furry creature. Oh. Yes. That's what they're called. Okay. Did the trees go out that door? And I'll point at the door at the end of the hall where we currently are. Um Uh well, hmm. Kinda disappeared. I'm not exactly sure. Um, DM, I would leave that to you, I guess. I think that if you did see to the Mm -hmm. level where you saw which direction trees went, trees went back the opposite way, back from where you guys came. Down the corridor. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, went down the corridor. Last, I wonder if he thought maybe he could get up through that hole or something. Definitely possible. Uh, Yeah, he was very stubborn on that point. Or did he try it? Hmm. Well, do you know what's behind that door? What? Look, we have to call you something. Hmm. What, what, what should we call you? What should you call me? Hmm. Well, nobody's ever called me anything. I don't know. What would you call me? <laughs> Oh, snap. Hmm. Love it. I loved this when you pitched this idea of not having us a name ready to go. And I was like, that's the best. Love it. So uh, thank, thank you real hard. What do you uh, what do you think Bart and uh, Karzalek and Crow would find notable about this, uh, this robot that has uh, been down here a long time? I take yeah. my uh, my goggles. I put them to the, my forehead and you can see my eyes that are like these brass discs that kind of like circ- like move around in circles and kind of focus and stuff. And as, as I look at you guys with actual eyes. Hmm. Oh, something well, I forgot to describe as well is that I have very uh, surprisingly expressive metallic eyebrows that move <laughs> up and down above my eyes. Very humanoid looking uh animatronic I, I don't know I mean we found you in the in that space behind the statue mm. I could call you I don't know gap gap <laughs> gap, that, gap. Uh, eh, that's too much like that I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that one we could try other things we don't need to figure this out. I don't. I don't know what I'm called. All right. Well, what's what's behind that door? You do you know? Hmm. This one. Here. I look over at the door. Yeah. Do I know? Um. You actually have never gone into that chamber. At the moment, this is the highest up 
in the complex that you have ever been. Um, you do know of another location to go besides back from whence they came. Uh, and you see that they've come from the chapel of Apsu, which you are aware of, though you have never tried to ascend the stairs before, though you've watched people try. <laughs> Normally I just wait for them, for a bunch of noise to happen, wait a couple minutes and go check it out. Yeah, but you've been content to utilize the lower levels and, I will say, some areas that since have collapsed and are no longer accessible. Cool. No, I, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, for, lived here for a, an unnamed amount of time. Uh, I don't know what's behind that door. Well, shit. We should keep moving on our way. Maybe if we could reach the surface before trees, we can catch him. I'm, I'd imagine you'd have more trouble getting out to that hole down there than we might have up here. Yes. We'll You're trying to catch your friend? That, that's right. He's just be. He left us on, well, not the best of terms. I, I personally have some questions for him. Hmm. Questions. Questions need answers. That's right. Cards is going to gesture towards um, his armaments. Do you, if you've been here, down here long enough, surely you know how to fight. You know how to wield those things. I set aside my, my, I put my shield on my back. And I whip out both short swords and I hold them. And I, if I had a mouth, you would see me like grimacing at you, like growling. Like, <laughs> but my mouth, my mouth just opens and I'm just looking at you agape with two short swords. <laughs> <from him. laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> It probably like how tall are you? Um, oh man, I don't have. Oh, let me get. I've got it on roll twenty. Is it hungry? I'm wondering. You know, like a five foot, six foot tall, metal warrior holding fish heads to shove in that hole. Yeah, (laughs) I'm five six. Five six. So that's a pretty tall robot to be. You know, standing there with two metal swords, mouth agape, standing ready to go, like the the eyebrows moving fluidly <laughs> with like this metal work that you guys are probably you've seen. Like, wow, look at this town! It's got an automatic threshing machine. That's amazing. <laughs> and then here you have a robot in front of you. So I think my eyebrows are are up and like wiggling. Like, huh? Check this out. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> now, now, is, are you like occasionally just emitting little barks? You said I barks? wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably sometimes more than others. Like if I can't remember like something. Joint? Gotcha. Oh, like so, from your so, head. So I think Crow has like kind of not been paying attention. She's just been lost in thought during all of this conversation, and she just blurts out, "Spark." We'll call you Spark. Ooh. Spark. Ooh. How do you, how do you like that? that? That's fun. I like that. I'll look to like the others spark. for approval. Sure, Sparky, fine. We can quite. sit on it for a day and see if it feels right. Yeah, it's, it's quite fitting, Crow. It's a... Uh, yes, sir. You could always, once we get out of here, just point at something you like, and we can just call you that. Ooh! <laughs> I can change it? <laughs> it I like we call this table. <laughs> Table, yes. Hello, my name this is Floor. <laughs> <laughs> my 
My name is Dandelion. <laughs> All right, quiet. That's pretty you, Let's go. Let us, let's continue before trees get too much of a head start. So let's try that door to the, to the east or whatever it is. Let's go. Spock, are you with us? You, you want me to come? I mean... I, I don't know. A smart look if, if we die you can get our stuff right well yeah that's why i was gonna just stand here wait for you guys to leave Up, uplifting friendship vibe uplifting party, party zone. initiate oh the party zone yeah we don't get that shit anymore yeah right you guys that's all you wanted going. anyways that's oh, why no. you, drove. you fall back into the poison <laughs> gas <laughs> yeah, no. trees yeah, you've no. doomed us <laughs> You can breathe fine. You didn't even know I was gone. <laughs> okay. Wait, is she saying that from around the corner? Freeze's <laughs> message cantripping you from right behind you. No. Just trolling uh, you guys. <laughs> now you have five party members. Two are played by Michael. Uh, no. So, marching order. We, where we, were, we got disconnected. Here we are. Marching order approaching these double doors. You want to go seek trees by going through these double doors to the east, looking in a chamber that he could have gone down because your robot new companion, question mark, isn't really sure where trees went. Trees went down these halls. Is that correct? I'll take point. Yes. Okay. But kind, of, kind of like what, what I'm thinking is trees can probably get out at that hole when we can't. So yeah. we, have, we have to just find a way outside, period. Good point. And that's the only that we haven't gone yet. So, yeah, yeah, the hole is not really an option for my other companions. So I will be right behind Karzalek unless somebody that else wants to take that spot. A certain amount of sense making. I'd like to walk up front, I guess, next to Karzalek. Um, so you guys are approaching this door and cool. Karzalek is taking point. And I think with, 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 with Crow next to him. Yeah, and Bart's behind. Um, I wonder what... Uh, you can place would, yourselves uh, at the door if you'd like to. That's fine by me. You can move around freely here. Okay, I think we're like right here, right before the door. I was wondering, if um, would Spark be in front of Cars and Crow? Would, could we encourage uh, Spark to join us on this uh, little adventure? You know? I think Little-like. I watch you guys walk towards the door. I'm like, well, there, we got this other option like lean back my elbow into the wall and then what happened oh that's right maybe spark is onto something but there actually was a passage behind where spark was yeah i kind of I missed that i'm also right, posting same. other name ideas as they occur to me <laughs> in general feel free to shout them out well we got ratchet we got junk we got crunk ratchet. 
Oh, ratchet makes you think of Ratchet and Clank, which is a great game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of like where I started with this. Clank I like is that. Not bad. But I like Spark. Spark you know, is the first the first thing you were doing when we saw you was you were shooting sparks. I like Spark. I, I kind of like I the person. For some reason, the personality good. reminds you of Spark. It's very like yeah, it's light like and chip, like chipper. Yeah, it's like Spark from uh, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. I think that was huh. the name of the girl mouse or squirrel. Hmm. Spark. I like it. Me gusta. Cool. So as they're all approaching the door, I lean back into the wall. You guys sure you want to go that way? We could uh, go on this way. As I lean back into the wall and uh, a secret passage begins to emerge or reveal itself. Just like the statue with the tray that you guys hopped up on and it fell, and Karzalek fell on top of Crow. Crow took a bunch of bludgeoning damage. There was this statue with a tray guarding this door, mimicking what it's seen in the dungeon. So, I mean, I, I don't think your friend went this way, but we could go this way. What's back there? A passage. <laughs> To, to where? In a room with some stuff in it. There's where a room with from. some stuff in it. There's no like enemies or anything. It's just like a room with some interesting stuff in it. A room with interesting stuff in it. Well, I suppose, but if trees did not go that way, that is not necessarily the way we would like to go, I don't think. Well, trees didn't go through those doors either. But oh, does that spark is is there a way outside that way? Way outside? I've never been through those doors. Through this passageway. I've passage never been way, outside. Right. So this stays inside. But you've this seen the I... outside. Did you see the outside back there? And I'm pointing at the secret passage. I think I'll don't answer that. Think so. I think that you... not here. I would say you saw the outside a while ago. It was, yeah. it was some time ago. Hmm. Yeah. Some passages have changed. But this one's open. Well, uh, choices. Gotta make some choices. Three ways here. There's really three ways to go. There's a secret passageway that I will reveal right now with my magical abilities of deletion. Boom. Can you see this? Well, we have thing? dynamic lighting so we can see the two inches into it yes it goes into the wall there and then there is the passageway to the south from whence you came past the steamy dragon where trees may have gone and climbed out thinking that he could make it while wow, you guys not frustrated with the situation or maybe trees went through these double doors even the robot could be wrong and hmm. there's a way out there or maybe like crow said you should just go this way because it could be a way out and you need to get outside. Maybe you should double back. Make a decision. I'm just giving y'all options. Well, if Again. there's not a way outside back there, I think this door is the only choice that makes sense. Pars is just going to go ahead and he's going to make a move to just open the doors. At the very least, if, let's say if he opens the doors and it looks like, like the fires of hell down the hallway, okay, we'll take the secret passageway. But um, 
if Crow will step back when he <laughs> reaches to open the door. Yeah. Is everyone where they want to be on the map when this yeah. is happening? Sure. Cool. I'll still be at the passageway. Okay. I'll reveal what is inside this room as you fling open a pair of double bronze doors. Why not, eh? Why not, eh? Oh, fires of hell. You're right. Oh, okay. fuck that shit. <laughs> now, hold on. There's some more revealing I have to do. And then I have a big thing I need to read. Okay. Wow. This okay. room is a doozy. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Bear with me here, you guys. Wait, can, can we just close Bear. the door before you go into any <laughs> You can. It, hey, you know what? That, I, that's going to depend on what happens next. Let me read this. This room. This room. Let me tell you about this room. Is decorated with a bizarre diorama depicting the land of the dead. Small, brightly painted clay statues have been placed about the room to represent the inhabitants of this realm and the unfortunate people they have taken into their care. Yet, towering over these representations are real, living, breathing bullywugs. Yes, you have come this far. And you've reached close enough to the surface world where these guys are here. Come across a group of frogmen, and it looks like there are five of them. One of them is quite large and rides atop a floating geometric dais about 10 feet wide. He is bulbous, corpulent even, and there is something familiar about him. It takes you a just a moment as we see this scene in slow motion. You recognize him. The Bullywug leader from the Great Artichoke at the battle for Balga Watch. The one that teleported away. His ears and face are adorned with piercings, plaques that hang inscribed with the language of these old ones that you've become somewhat familiar with. Surrounding him are four other frogmen, standing on their own two feet and not nearly as large. But you also recognize these are clean-ish versions of the fancy clothing that was worn by some of the zombified frogmen you faced in the bowels of the temple below. This party is still quite alive, dressed in almost Shakespearean finery. They stare you down, bristling a brace of spears and shields as their leader begins to say something. But before we resolve that, I am actually going to continue to describe in a hopefully, it's not my writing, so it's, I'm going to say a Tolkien-esque way, um, the rest of the fucking room, because the paragraphs on paragraphs of description of this room are important for you guys to understand. Everyone, everyone with me still? Yes. Yep. Yo. There's five frogs. One of them is the guy from the artichoke. Yeah. He's that guy. On the palanquin. On the palanquin. Yes. Who? So. <laughs> His name is palanquin. His name is palanquin. palanquin. Ooh, can I be called palanquin? In... <laughs> yes. They call him. They call him Polly Quinn. That's what they call him. <laughs> In the center of the room, the floor rises to form a small hill. A group of small figures, these clay figures, much smaller than the bullywugs, seem to be struggling to roll a boulder 
Sisyphus-like, up the hill, while a devil drives them on. Above the hill, in the ceiling, is a glowing spot that illuminates the entire chamber with an eerie silver light. A cobblestone path leads from the western door to the foot of the hill. A similar path runs eastward and then veers south. Sections of the diorama around the perimeter of the room depict different environments in the land of the dead. This is, we're back to like the original room that you guys dropped into, where this that's the level of complexity in this room. I'm gonna do my best to get through it. In the western end of the room is a region of burning sands. There, devils torture those who have been unfortunate enough to fall into their hands. Along the southern side is a grassy plain where people frolic and hunt antelope and deer. North of the grassy plain and south of the hill, the floor opens into a model of a canyon. A river of lava flows down it while flames lick the walls. East of the hill, in a side area of the room, there is a counterpart to this fiery canyon, an icy waste. To the north of the hill is a putrid, bubbling marsh where figures strive to keep their heads above the surface. From out of the marsh, a torpid river wends its way past the northern edge of the hill and flows west to pour over the tip, sorry, to pour over the lip of a steam-filled chasm in the northwest corner of the room. Within this dark chasm, worms pursue the fleeing forms of naked people. In the south corner of the room, on the eastern wall, if you're not following right now, I totally understand why. There's a lot of areas of this room. It's just like all these different elements and environments represented in this huge tableau. So in this eastern wall, there on the west, the characters are looking in from the west across to the east. So what you see when you look in is a barred door to the southeast, which appears to be the only way forward, perhaps towards the surface and freedom. You face off and the bulbous frogman on his levitating platform bellows in common. You ruiners, bringers of misfortune and woe, set your sentence and mete out your wrath. Bring us a quick death, have mercy. And the whole chorus of frogmen wail, some in broken common as well. No walk through hells, take now, make death quick, flame, oh. What do you do? What do you guys think? <laughs> I need a, I need a minute. Yeah, I need a minute too. Holy shit! This room. Oh, first, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. Uh, do I get inspiration for calling uh, pits of hell? And there's like a flaming river. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, no, but yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the land of the dead, right? Damn. Um, do I recognize shit. these creatures in any way at all? You recognize Bullywugs for sure. You've seen a lot of them over the years. Okay. But they seem bad, right? Uh, Do they? I mean, they're definitely a little abrasive so far. I don't know if you think that Bullywugs are bad, but I'm going to leave that up to you. 
Oh, man, I'm just gonna keep at... standing there, watching everybody. Y'all, I'm so confused. Any questions? I mean, this this, this big fella here, he is absolutely 100% confirmed the guy who was kind of overseeing the the yeah. no, air you... quotations transportation of the... Yes, yes. Uh, yes. And you might they... even call it a transportation mm -hmm. via plants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shit. And and here they are asking for a swift death. Mercy by death mm. and fire. Kill us. And they are in a model of the land of the dead near the top of their sacred pyramid. Um Well guys? I think Bart would do something here. Bart would stride forward and yell at this thing and brandish his, his snake stick. Be like, you disgusting unnatural creature. What would you have us do? Give me back my child. Let us out of this cursed place. Your child? It says... Yes, Molly. Do you not remember all of those that you killed in Rinkobing? And they'll spit on the ground. It sort of like groans and shifts in its seat. Looks like a baby in a high high chair for a second. Uh, she has been taken to the. Uh, she has been taken with the rest of them. Taken where? To the tree. The tree where we go to enter. The tree where we go to gather. The tree of dreams. Well, if you want mercy from us, you need to take us there. I am already dead. You are already dead. Now make it quick. Tell us how to get there or I'll make it very, very slow. We are lost to our fates, heretics. Shame, and the, the chorus starts to yell, Shame! Shame! And they like, one of them drops their spear and falls to the ground. Shame! I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. I'm going Bart. to... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just, I would probably do something too, but you go ahead and do your, your thing as well. Go. And mine is just part of something that I'm saying. You could say I'm suggesting to it. Um, okay. And I'll just say things will get a lot worse for you if you don't work with us. Doesn't it make more sense to help each other? And uh, we'll cast suggestion. I'm mm. um, enforcing disadvantage. Okay. Woo! Disadvantage. Using, uh, 
From what source, my, exactly? Um, I can spend sorcery points for a made of magic to heighten uh, the spell. Okay, got it. And it is a crappy save, though, of uh, 13. Got it. Okay. One second, reading something. And be a wisdom through. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. You hear bellowing throughout the room. <laughs> and this form in front in front of you dissipates boom, into just a fog cloud. Whoa. What the heck? And I need, first of all, everyone to roll me initiative. Oh, shit. And second of all, direct your attention to up at the top of the hill here where this frogman, his actual form materializes the same color as the stone, camouflaged perfectly. But now his illusionary self has been dispelled as you burnt this spell on it. Was it a trap? Were they trying to trick us? They seem to kind of all freak out a little bit as the illusion pops. I would not say that we are in combat right now. But I would say that we should take this in turn order. That's my call, I think. So... Let's go around the horn. Art. Interesting encounter, eh? Very. Oh, and Spark. <laughs> spark. Uh, and then... Hold on. Okay. All right. Let's start with Karzalek. What's your score for initiative oh, here? Oh, well. Well, the hot 12. Crow. Hot 12. A seven for Crow. It, it had seven when I pulled it up. What are the chances of that? Uh, mm, let's keep going down 20. the line. <laughs> wow, Actually, no, amazing. not one in 20. So, <laughs> let's calculate it now. Spark, uh, what is your uh, initiative? Spark got a 13. 13, solid. Ooh. And Bart. Uh, Bart seven Bart. as well with a lower oh. initiative, so going last. Seven with a lower initiative. Duh. Okay. Let me. I have to do some rolling here on my side. It's going to take me a second to do it for these five critters. So here we go with the first one. Ooh, that's a bad roll. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hey. Oh. So what are you all thinking? Just charge in there and start hacking? Um, tempting. I mean, ben, as Ben said, we're not like, we're not like swinging yet. So I figure we're just, we might have a, a, a turn or two maybe to figure any alternatives out maybe. Hmm. I don't know. 
But I think you making that choice to try cast a spell and pop that illusion was a primo decision. I feel I feel they're trying to set us up. Yeah, I mean, and, it seems like a trap now. I mean, it's, yeah, he was using an illusion to disguise where he was. Yeah, I mean, it could just be preservation and being extra safe. But I mean, but but safe from asking to be mercifully killed. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Your request is not genuine. What? <laughs> I think I've got all the initiative calculated here. Thank you for bearing with me. Um, oh, yeah, I do. Okay, beautiful. So, first in the order, round number one. See, here's some music had a bunch of like sword clashing sound effects in the, in the song <laughs> first up round one is one of them he is wearing a rough one of those circular things around his neck and he looks very fancy he has a blue mark on him on the map ah uh, yes that mm. one He's dressed in a blue suit with a ruff. Um, and he is going to move forward like, oh, oh, and just stand there posturing with his spear and his shield. Uh, I would say it is worth noting in this campaign, it is not a blunt spear. It is a sharp spear. It is a, it appears to be a bullywug wielding, yes, a sharp spear. Oh, shit. Hmm. And he postures. Hmm. End of his turn. Advances in their technology. They've oh, my God. <laughs> They're also They're from the year 3000. Uh, Amazing. This other one. Do, do, do. Uh, we're going to mark them with colors here real time so you guys can see which one I'm talking about. I just wanted to do that. So red one also at the front is going to basically just posture right there, assuming a defensive stance. Next in the order, another one of them, they got good initiative rolls, um, most of them do at least. Uh, in the back, this one is what you're gonna mark is green, is going to move forward along this cobblestone path, fall into ranks behind their comrades and bristle their spear then it is Spark's turn out in the hallway. Um, hmm. I think Spark doesn't really know what's going on right now. And I think Spark's normal modus operandi is to just stand and wait for things to go down. Sure. And because there's no, like, actual combat or anything going on, yeah. it's just, like, weird moment. I think I'm just, like, I think I'm standing forward, like, back against the wall where the passage is pretending okay. to be the statue again while my wanna, eyes are just like side-eyeing down you want to just give up everyone. your turn for the round you want to delay your turn and if someone finishes their turn you can say i'd like to take my turn now um if that's allowed that'd be awesome i think that's a great mechanic i'm not sure honestly if it's cool. in 5e but it is in this Pretty game sure it is. would it um would it uh would that be my new initiative number or would i go back to my number next round 
You would stay in whatever order you were you okay. then chose. Technically, I'm pretty is sure. Is that what it is? Rules is written. I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I don't, don't know either. But I mean, thing, I would. It would be for that pretty encounter, if it, Yeah, if right. So for that encounter, for this encounter, let's just do it. You're gonna keep your initial count, and we're gonna keep it rolling. Okay. I think I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay. Then. Yeah, I'm gonna not do anything except for if I can. I would love to like. Um, the only thing I will do on my turn is I will slowly put my hand up to my mouth and look over to the side and ready um, an attack okay. action. So if you're going to ready an action, then you can't delay your turn. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I would like to keep my order, but ready okay. a potential ready attack action. action for if one of my new, uh, the new people that I've met gets attacked, mm -hmm. I, I might want to. Gotcha. We'll see. Got it. Okay. End of your turn. Mm-hmm. All right, next up is Karzalek at the front, standing at okay. this cobblestone pathway that forks in two directions, one of the forks ending at the top of a hill with the real form, so it seems, of this bullywug magus. The other pathway leads to a door, and there are four bullywugs standing on the path. Okay, uh, two questions. So, one, these bullywugs have definitely taken a more... A great, like, they don't look like they're ready for a, like, a mercy killing right now, right? Right? They look like well, there's... Their leader's there thing mm. was dispelled, and maybe, you know, like, they might be ready for death, but maybe their value system would indicate that going down while fighting is the way to go rather than just like bowing their heads. Though I haven't said what happened to Bullywug number four who fell on the ground and freaked out yet. So yeah. um, I, maybe they're handling it a little bit differently. It's up to you to read the situation. You, you guys okay. dispelled an, an illusion by casting a, an offensive spell basically uh, against them. And uh, they reacted by being like, whoa. And that's basically all that's happened. Okay. Um, and then I have a second, just one second question uh, regarding movement speed. If Cars runs back and hops on top of Dap, yeah, does does that subtract from Dap's movement speed as a giant frog? I don't think so. I think once you're on your mount, you have their movement speed. Is that what we ruled in the past, or is it that you have proportionally the same amount of movement speed? So like if you or yeah, I, if you have sorry, I guess because. Yeah, it would cost me 15 move speed to move back and or move back and mount dap. But does that yeah. mean I'm working with just then like I subtract that 15 from dap's total like available move speed to move from that there? That makes sense. I think that makes sense. Anyone okay. Else have an opinion on that? I think that makes sense. Sounds like uh, you could do yeah, percentage instead, but that seems way more complicated than is necessary. No, I think you can get, like, yeah, weird numbers. Yeah, any speed, yeah, no, it makes sense just that any speed I consume before mounting just in that turn applies to the overall move yeah. speed. Let's imagine yeah. for right. a second you're running towards a horse that you want to mount and ride off into the sunset. You run 10 feet and then you hop on the horse. Why can't the horse go farther, you know? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't get, just story-wise, I know it's a game, but like, I just don't understand why the horse would be limited in how far it could go. In I th that I think, moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so if I hop on Dap, I can use Dap's full thirty move speed if I run back and mount on, on hop on top. 
Or did I totally misinterpret I think, that? I think so. I, I think oh. that that's, that makes sense. All right. Really, what do you guys think? I, I, have I we think ruled it's fine. on this before? I don't think so. I think mounts are hard enough to use in this game. Yeah, that's my thought as well. Do. Is like, so the simple solution would be, your mount has a movement speed and you have a movement speed. Yeah. You have a move action. So, like, if you want to, as one move action, run over to Dap, mount on him, and then use Dap's movement speed to go somewhere. That yeah, makes that, sense to me. Per, thank you. That is exactly what I had in mind. Let's like, do it. All right. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna shut the fuck up and start making some moves. Um, <laughs> Cars wants Cars remembers far too vividly what happened back in Rinko being in the swamps just north. So um, he's gonna and he wants answers. Um, that's the that's the um, guardsman in him. So he's gonna run back, hop on Dap. Um, oh, I mean, I clicked on the wrong thing. Dap was right here. Um, yeah, and he's just like the battle is joined, and he's gonna look back at Spock All and. Right. And he's just, you know, we could use you in the front without even like considering the nature of their relationship now. It's like, we could really yeah. use you right now. And he's going to give Dap like a, a firm, but not like harmful, like kick in the side. And he's going to sure. literally spring into action. Dap okay. is going to um, go move 25 feet up to the front of this of this crowd. And from oh here, take a massive uh, running leap over Bullywug, Red Bullywug. So uh, 20, I think okay. uh, lo running long jump is 20 feet. So he's going to go, what is it, 5, 10, 15, 20. And he's just like, so he's wow. going to leap over that bullywug. Yeah. He's making a beeline for the big bad boy. And because he wants to jump up into the fray. Yeah, for sure. And that's his turn. Wow. Okay. Um, very interesting. Very interesting. Next in the order, change the music here because I think the vibe's changing a little. Next up is the last one who fell down and freaked out. I'm going to color that one orange. And this one looks around like, oh no, ah, and then shuffles backwards, hands and knees, two squares. That's going to be their turn. Next in the order is Crow. Okay, so what kind of vibe am I getting off of Karzalek here? Uh, Karzalek? I think Karzalek has... I think you're getting the, like... Oh, Karzalek is still obviously pissed about Wrinkle being vibe. And, um... Like, whether he's gonna kill this guy or not, um... He's he's definitely interested in, like... Like, um... Yeah, like, hold, like... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, he wants to just keep him here and, like get some answers <laughs> yeah i think seeing cars move off that way crow will kind of step up to the doorway and just say cars we need that one alive and i think she will just ready an action to cast uh firebolt at any bullywug that makes a threatening move Okay, a lot of ready to action. So you got a loaded powder mm -hmm. keg cannon here right off. now, you guys. It really is. I think I said in the, in the intro thing, as you stand off with them, and here we are. So, uh, is that the turn. end of your turn? Ready to yes, actions all around. Bart Fudd. <clears throat> all right, uh, Bart will take a step in to get a better look at this area. Um, 
How how what's the difference in height between the sand and where we are right now, or is there not a difference in height? There's not much of a difference in height except for in the middle of the room, this um this big like hill that has a big <clears throat> difference in height. For the most part, then the rest of it is like small barriers only like a, a foot or two high that divide different areas. There's the canyon that runs the middle of the uh, of the room that does have a bit of a drop into it and it has mm. it looks like magma flowing through it. Um, it is quite warm in this room, but then you are also flanked by the hot desert sands and then there's the bridge with the magma. Beyond that uphill is the stone hill. Beyond that is the ice and the uh, acidy looking badness over there, the swampy horribleness that's bubbling. And acid badness. Acid badness. Then there's just like uh, forest and water and there's grassland and there's, you know, the, the list goes on. What okay. do you want to do here? I think Bart will, uh, bonus action, try to telekinetically shove this red frog. Okay. You know, telekinetically shove that red frog. So he just makes a strength saving throw? DC 15, okay. a yup. As you are doing that, it's ready to action is going to trigger. Okay. And it's ready to action is that it reaches out with its tongue Blurp. and glorps you in the side of the head, hopefully. Why would it do that to my head? Because you assaulted its mind. Beautiful, beautiful head. Oh, here's how we're starting this encounter, you guys. Natural one. Ouch. <laughs> so it, what, what's his name? Uh, he doesn't have a name. His name is okay. something something Bullywug. And, fancy frog. Um, fancy frog. Yes. Maximus. So um, that red one there, yeah. Did the, actually, you know what? There should be a second gonna... ready to action here from blue as well within the 10 foot reach. Is this going to so... cascade ready to actions? Yeah. It might. It is. So that's, oh my God. You guys aren't going to believe this. I got a natural two. Hey. One and two. <laughs> two. This is a great scene though. Like you reach out with your mind and you push them. What direction do you push them? Well, he has to make the save still. He has to make okay. the save. So uh, save uh, uh, what's the DC? 15. Uh, strength? Yeah. He meets it exactly, so he's not pushed. Okay. Okay, so he like bristles and like shoots off some weird froggy juice mucus from his hide and out in your direction. And the other one goes in your direction and they're holding their spears and their shields and they both miss you as you're like, oh God. And ready to actions of hostility. Here we are. Anyone that has those? <laughs> uh, Crow did. Let's I mean, this definitely it. looks hostile. Like they're not just releasing no, no, yeah. defensively. They, they, were, they okay. felt like a spell was being cast against one of them. There's no thing that says that the telekinetic feat is is stealthy to the point right. where they yeah, can't yeah, yeah. tell that it's happening to them and who's doing it and why. Mm -hmm. um, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will uh, try to light up the the red one. Okay. Red dressed frog. Light it up. The red dressed frog. I probably I imagine... didn't. Go I probably didn't see it, did I? If it's the red one, it's probably out of my vision. It's like oh, the blue one did it too. Okay. The blue then I will, and red. I will... Yeah, you... 
I will use okay. my ready to action. Okay, so what's our situation here? That's Ooh. a big old eight for uh, uh against fireball. the blue or the red. Sorry. Uh, the red, yeah. Yeah, it's a miss. That's a miss right there. Yeah. I rolled a 15 against blue. Uh, ranged attack? Ranged attack with disadvantage, too. And what are you doing to attack? I'm using uh, my fan. I put my arm up to my mouth and I'm uh, going to exhale something out of it, and some projectile is going to emerge from my shoot out towards this bullywug. All right, then. Of course. Um, <laughs> Obviously. Like, like you do. Okay. And so, why are you so uh, dumb? Like. Yeah. <laughs> For uh, okay. six points of piercing damage, 15 to hit. And 15 to hit. Um, let me see. And that's against blue? Blue. That is a hit. Okay. Yes. And how many points of piercing? Sorry, I'm, I'm six points. Up. I rolled full points. damage for my D4. Very nice, very nice. Yep. All right. Is Ooh. that everyone's ready to actions? Has everyone I, done their can thing? Can I finish my turn? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Can no. you? Everyone Come on, you fucking ready to action people. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bart is going to. Uh, it's a fight now. <laughs> yep, step down and is going to uh, like look like like wipe some of the slime from the froggy tongue off of the side of his head and be like just look up at the big guy and like just mutter under his breath, you should have just taking us to see Molly. And then he's going to throw his new stick on the ground over here. Oh boy, do I need to drop a new token on the ground? You do. You need to drop a huge sized snake on the ground. Wait, what? Yes. What do you think of the same staff here? The these staff of the python? Yeah. Yep, it, it summons a uh, giant constrictor snake. Which is a huge sized snake. Huge. Huge. Summons a giant constrictor. Sized. Snake. Giant constrictor. I probably looked this up before and was like, whoa, and then forgot it immediately. It's big. And, yeah. And then was Why like, is it so right, fucking big? Da, 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 da. I'll remember that when Jay says it later. I agreed yep. to give him this item. But uh, yeah, huge beast. Got it. I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, I've, it's I've a snake. Used, I've, even, I've played this monster before. I've sure, sure. in in a uh, book of cylinders. I played this thing. Uh, snake. Those things. Giant constrictor. Where are you summoning it? How does it work? Tell me about. I can throw it. So, <clears throat> as an action, I can speak the staff's command word and throw the staff on the ground within ten feet of me. The staff becomes a giant constrictor snake under your control and acts on its own initiative count. By using a bonus action to speak the command word again, I can return the staff to its normal form. Um, on my turn, I can mentally command it to, if I'm within 60 feet of it and I'm not incapacitated, I can decide what action the snake takes and where it moves during its next turn, or you can issue it a general command. Beautiful, thank you for reading that. And uh, that is it. And Ben, it is supposed yeah. to be uh, three by three. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out. There we go. Now you Big can control chungus. it. And so tell me where you want it, and you can actually. I'll resize it. Yeah, like there is like the only place it like, can really fit. Right within ten feet of you, and it's a three by three. It's in the yeah. desert, next yep. to the cobblestone walkway. Yep. And so, uh, let me read something here. Snick. Um, so you summon this thing. 
it appears, right? Yes. How, how so, does that work? Tell me about how it appears. Uh, well, in fiction for you. Yeah. I wrote I wrote this down somewhere. I will throw the staff on the ground and uh, whisper Absu under my breath, and then it'll like I think it just kind of like clatters to the ground and then starts to like rattle and writhe around almost like a cocoon or a pupa or something okay. like that. And then it goes like and this thing just kind of wriggles yeah. out of it and it like magically grows incredibly large. See, this I'm thinking, is why I yeah. love that you have this. This is great. Uh, <laughs> Some alien alien snake vibes going on. Aztec yeah. alien snake vibes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so it appears it grows giant within a matter of moments before your eyes. And I will roll the initiative for it. Roll the initiative for it. That is exactly what I was going to ask about. Six. Oh, baby. Six. The perfect number. It goes next. <laughs> Giant neck with a initiant of CX. Yep. Okay. And is that the end of your turn? That's the end of Bart's turn. Snack turn. Snack turn. Um, snack freaking hostile constrict Mr. Green Boy. Okay. So, so you got I was going to use a constrict action. action. Yep, I got it. Uh, hi -ya. Ooh, a two on the die for a total of eight. It, it don't work. It don't work so good. It, it's, 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 it's just hatched. It doesn't know what's going on. It's, it's still growing and it's trying to bite at this thing and the bullywog is like, blah, and goes backwards Blah. on its haunches and like gets out of the way a little bit. But it's very Sna scared. I think Snack's turn done. No more Snack turn. This is everything that the Bullywogs have heard about hell. These horrible, uh, you know, warm-blooded furry ones here are summoning giant snakes to eat them in fiery sands next to a river of lava. It's the end times. It's all over. Um, end of your turn. Next up is Wopsop here, who is going to introduce himself. Wopsop, eh? <laughs> yes. He's introducing he yourself is in action. He's going to introduce himself <laughs> and say... It's a spell, actually. <laughs> Have mercy! I am but a king of the Bullywugs who's been dethroned and put to hell. You must kill me quickly. And he's just going to begin to move right up towards Karzalek. And he, he, like, lifts his huge gullet, like, exposing his throat, and his arms go out to the side limply, and he's, like, ready to die. Wow. Okay. Any, any reaction to that? Oh, hell yeah. Cards would just, cards would just come back with, if, if you are so wanting for death, then why do you play these tricks on us? Referring to his little illusion earlier. I'm... I must continue to play the tricks, but you, it, I, I must admit, there's a touch of madness about my ways, but not as mad as those above. That's why they threw us down here. Now end it, please. I can't pretend anymore. The people of Rinkobing, have they gone to where Molly is too? Yes, they're all, they're all there. And his turn's over. Next in the order, 
is the blue-garbed one. And the blue-garbed gentle frog with the rough is going to... They're fun. This guy's fun. Okay, he goes... Uh... And uh, it's really supernaturally loud and echoes through the whole chamber. And there's like vibrations in the air around him as he makes this sound. Um, everyone around this creature within a, what is the uh, range here? All the bullywugs in the room are going to gain an emboldening bump, bump, bump. They grow a little bit bigger as this thing bellows in a deep magic tone. Um, let's see. So that's that part of their turn. What else can they do? Uh, they can move. They're going to move right up onto Bart. Very rude. And then that will be their turn. One-handed spear attack while holding the shield. Okay. Uh, I mean, how's a, um, a seven do? That surprisingly does not hit. <laughs> surprisingly. Uh, hell. Okay. Uh, well, it's turn. Not over. Because guess what it's going to do? It's going to lash its tongue out at a giant snake. <laughs> Whoa. Um, uh, what's a... Uh, how about a... Uh, yeah, lick the snake. <laughs> what's a uh, 16 do? The snake. That'll hit. Okay, okay. Let me roll the damage. That's not bad. We're doing... We're talking about five points of damage, five points of bludgeoning damage. Blah! Bulk. Okay. And then that is the end of its turn. Next is another one of the Bullywugs. <laughs> so, um, Orange is going to do what he does every turn and roll to see if he comes out of it. And he does this turn. Thank God. Uh, he shuffles up five feet backwards, stands up, looks around, and is like, oh, no, no, no. And begins to move towards the door, opens the door, and goes through and shuts it behind him, ending his turn. Oh, Jesus. Now I regret telling you it was oranges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, so I like. I had it backwards. I'm like. making a note now. So, next in the order is Spark. Okay. So, hearing all of the ruckus and the hubbub in other is reminding Spark of all the times that Spark is just hidden while other adventurers just die in all of the chambers that. uh they've been around for this whole time. But Spark has never met other adventurers before. He's always, or they've always, uh, like, met them after they died and took their things. But these are the first adventurers that actually, like, introduced themselves and talked to Spark. So I think 
Spark is like gonna look back at the passage and think about leaving and just like dipping out, but then like look at everyone just disappearing into this chamber and um, is going to rush forward 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, right behind and to the left of Crow's, of Crow. And uh, as I'm emerging, I will say, uh, don't hurt my only friend. As I, uh, all the, I, uh, in one hand I have, I have my shield in the other hand, uh, is nothing cause it just came down mouth from the blowgun, and I like okay. push it down forcefully. And then all of a sudden this dark shadowy blade emerges from my, as I will cast shadow blade with my bonus action. Um, and I would love to use Tides of Chaos to attack, to attack Blue. I would like to just chuck this Shadow Blade at Blue. Okay, uh, I'm Wood. not familiar with Shadow Blade and Tides of Chaos. Why don't you walk us through what okay. the hell is um, happening with this brand new character? It's exciting. Yeah, come to Spark. Um, so I we uh, you weave to get Shadow Blade. You weave together threads of shadow to create a sword of solidified gloom in your hand. This magic sword lasts until the spell ends. It counts as a simple melee weapon with which you are proficient. It deals 2d8 psychic damage on a hit and has the finesse, light, and throne properties. In addition, when you use the sword as an attack at a target that is in dim light or darkness, you make the attack roll with advantage. So maybe I don't need to use Tides of Chaos if we're already in the dark. You are most definitely in the dark in the hallway inside this room. There, remember, there's a area in the ceiling that the frogman up here who's begging for death and a little incoherent uh, under like this ray of silver light that's bathing the whole room in a dim silver light. Cool. So yeah, I will. I will emerge. And from the darkness of the hallway, I can't move my character, so I can't move myself to next to Crow, but I, uh, right next to and behind her to the left, and I use the throne property, and I throw it, uh, 10 feet, or 15 feet at this blue bullywug. It seems like it's kind of the leader, and, um, was yelling out. Can you control it now? Um, I'm not on roll 20, because I'm just... Oh, yes, that's why you can't control it. So... Um, That's so why I'm trying you, to describe it, as opposed you're, you're, to, uh, you're trying move to move. Myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, walk me back through what you said, and I'll I'll try to deliver them. Um, I think it's just thirty feet to the right. I just move thirty feet with all my movement, get right next pro and slightly behind her, and then I throw the shadow blade at Bully. Okay, beautiful. I do that for you. You move Sweet. up. You throw, and at, at blue or at um. I think it blew because it's the only one I can mainly see. I also saw it like croak at all the friends and yes. try to embolden them. Yes. Um, and okay. I have advantage, right? You should here, I think. Yeah, you're going to have advantage. Still in the dark, hopefully. Yeah. You're cool. in the dark. Right. I think that's how that, that works. It sounds like that's how that works. That's a 12 plus 6 and a 19 plus 6 is 25. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay, okay. So 2d8 psychic damage. Oh, that's only 5 psychic damage. Um, but I'm holding this shadow blade, and I look over to Crow and just, like, give her uh, a nod of affirmation as I'm just, like, standing, embracing my 
himself with the rest of everyone right. in the hall. And that's my turn. Alrighty then. Next in the order is Karzalek. Oh boy. Um so Karzalek is very conflicted. He's uh he's got he's definitely got a grudge with uh this big old fella here, especially uh as he's uh, with his you know, gullet wide open ready for uh for an axon. But between he knows between his duty and you know crow just reaffirming like we need this dude alive cars is gonna teeth look back see his friends are in the thick of it look back at this at the big old fella in front of him and just just kind of bellow out save your whimpering and this just a sad example you set for your followers we'll be back for this and he's actually gonna turn back he's gonna he's gonna you know he'll dap around and turn back and just join the fray. Um, so I don't know if that's going to trigger an OA from. Uh, what is um, it? Hmm. Yeah, I think that he does not take a melee attack of opportunity on you. Yeah, I don't think he does. Okay. Uh, wow. Lucky cars. Uh, yeah. With that, he's just going to wheel around, uh, move that five feet, and he's going to take a, a bring the attack from the rear. So he's going to swing at uh, Red Bullywug. Then the Dun Berserker Axe. Go. I don't even know if he could hit you. Oh. <laughs> you know, yeah. like he's, and that's, 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 not, that's yeah. not what this character is good at. Yeah. Um, that's a 25 to hit with the axe. Against Red Bullywug. Yeah. 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 That and um, a hit. Talk to me about damage. 11 slashing. 11 slashing against Red Bullywug. Yep. It is still alive, but wounded. Okay, he'll put that unwavering mark on it and then hit okay. it with uh, his extra attack with the axe, coming in for a 29 to hit. That'll do that uh, as well. Damage. For another 10 slashing. Oh, it is at death's door, but not dead yet. You bring it to its knees, and it's just like... Excellent. All right. And that is Cars' turn as he's imagining that they'll mop up these fellers and um, they'll really get down to business with um, the big old one. Okay. That's it. All right. Next up. Now, according to my notes, correct me if I'm wrong, is Red Bullywug's turn. It's red time. It's red time. Red Bullywug has like no <laughs> HP left. Way different like, turn for Red. And then it's going to try to uh, drop its spear and reach out and stab at Karzalek. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know what? It, it just misses. I don't even want to deal with the map. It misses. <laughs> and, um... That is, uh, then it's going to attack with its tongue against Karzalek too, just like in desperation. Hey, that might do it. Um, you're 21 AC. Is that your, is that your AC? That, that is, yes, that is Karz's AC. God damn it. Got a total of 20 to hit. Okay. Oh man. So, uh, yep. That's that thing's turn. Next in the order is Crow. Alrighty, um, 
I am. She actually turns and smiles at Spark. And uh, definitely approves of what he, of what they're doing right now. Um, I just I just give her like a very firm nod and look forward into the room of enemies. Uh, Crow will actually cast a spell she has not used yet, uh, which is sleep. And going to position it so I think it's going to hit cars regardless, but um, it's a 20-foot radius. So I think it hits all the enemies and cars. Do it. All the enemies and cars alike. Okay. Yep. And Dap. And Dap. Yep. That's true, Dap. That could be affected. But I'm not exactly worried about Dap's, uh, you know. Uh, sure. Well, <laughs> or Everyone in all the Bullywugs... Dap and Karzalek need to make a save. Saves. It's um, it's just I roll how many hit points it affects roll and many, start okay. in uh, ascending order from lowest. Okay. Okay. And it affects can help uh, twenty-one hit points worth of creature. So you start with the lowest HP and it goes yep. to sleep. Yep. Red Bullywug with its one HP goes to sleep. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, I'm just going to mark it that then he also just dies. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. That's that's mark, that's mark. He falls asleep and yeah, he never he wakes up. He takes falling damage. He takes falling damage and falls asleep and just dies. Okay. First time sleep has ever just directly killed somebody. Sleep forever now. Okay. And, uh, that was a kind of sleep. So there's 20 more hit points left. Yep. Next lowest would be one of two creatures. What did I do to determine which one? Roll? I think the well, the blue one was hit once. Yes, but there are two more Bullywugs there that are at the same HP. Oh, actually, so, uh, on, on the note of same HP, um, this is a commonly argued rule thing. Okay. Um, you <laughs> actually... Spark would add their dexterity bonus to the damage from Shadowwood. Didn't I? Oh, did I? Uh, oh, really? You, you, you just said 2d8. You didn't add your Yeah, dex, dex I thought because it was a spell, it's just 2d8. Well, it's, 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 it's confusing because it says, like, she treated as a weapon, and there's, like, a Jeremy Crawford tweet and everything oh, about it. Oh, whoa, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're, if you're using it as, like, a weapon attack, yeah, you're going to use your... Yeah, it says treat it as a finesse weapon. So right, yeah. Because but because it's a spell, sense. I use my my like spell casting blade. modifier. You, Should I use no, my no, spell no, casting you, modifier? You still use your dex or strength. Okay. Yeah. It's like you, booming blade or any of the other like smite divine, yeah. you know, things like that. You use the cool. your modifiers and the magic stuff happens too. It's an extra two damage then. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, you're welcome. And that also so, makes your decision a little easier. Okay. And for that, yeah, I, normally I would say hands off the chess piece. Yeah, well, it's kind of rules. In this case, in this case, Blue Bullywug is now lower and has exactly 20 hit points. Oh, uh, nice. So falls asleep. Incredible. I need That's a, a good twofer. sleep icon. I don't have Our writers sleep really icon. got it. Yeah, whoever writes this shit, man, good job. Uh, it's gonna be an umbrella for a sleep icon. Okay, so that was your action. You slept 
blue bullywug. Yeah. Falls to and the I, ground. And uh, she'll take a step back just to stand side by side with Spark. Okay. And that's it. Give her another nod. Things that people fucked up on their turn. I fucked up something on one of my turns, which is, or one of the things I should be keeping track of on end of turn. The snake actually needs to make me a saving throw as it's in the desert. Oh no, what type of saving throw? (laughs) The saving throw in the desert here is... Any creature that ends its turn in this region must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw. Or something might happen. It rolls a five. Okay. It starts to bleed profusely from its nose. Ow. At the end of each of the creature's turns thereafter, so not yet the next turn, Mm -hmm. it's going to take one damage. Okay. Noted. (laughs) Noted. Okay. Uh, where the heck are we? That was... If you want me to make this even more confusing, (laughs) would that have dropped the snake's HP lower than the boy? No. No. No, Snake has 55 HP, so we're chilling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so next up, in the order... Blah. Hey, did you get the hot... There's like two... Two snake staffs. thought I gave you the lower level... Which which sta- what snack are we staff are we talking about? I'm staff of the pie like, I'm, I am staff. a little confused because there's there's two ones and I think I wrote it down even somewhere. But uh, the staff of the pie funnel that we were talking about the entire time that I understood what we were talking about. And I mean, like, is this a, is it called something else? Do you have notes of it being called something else? Uh, probably. Um, staff. I mean, we should talk about this later, but sure. I know that there are two magical staffs, and I think that they're the one that I mentioned, and we can go back and listen. I might have mis- misspoke. Uh, is the one that was the smaller snake with less HP. <laughs> but that is a technicality at this point that we are just probably going to let go uh, for this fight. Um one that's like it's just like a snake you know Uh, that's fair okay so where the heck are we though you guys i I keep we keep getting pretty derailed here um (laughs) uh it would be my turn basically after after crow's no after crow crow's ended her turn next up in the order round two still yep bart now let's try to keep things moving during the end of round two yeah Indeed. All right. Uh, uh, Bart will step. How do we? How do we want to go here? Bart will first. Bart is first going to thorn whip this this blue fellow. That's for sure. So we'll uh, attack action with the spell. Boom! Boom! A sixteen to hit blue froggy. Uh, 16 to hit blue froggy that's asleep, so you'd have advantage anywhere. Ooh, um, so an 18. He's, he's slipping. Yeah, 18 for sure is a hit. All right. 
Five points of piercing damage. Piercing damage. Yep. Okay. He's taking it. He's damaged. Okay. And, uh, hmm. I think I will bonus action try to try to telekinetically shove him away from me. Okay. Ranked saving throw? Yeah. Yarp. Yarp. Okay. Uh, 18 on the die. All right. So he passes. Okay. Um, and then on I will, the ground. I will order my snake to constrict. When blue. the creature is sleeping and they take damage, what happens? They wake up. They wake he's up. awakened. Yep. Okay. So he's prone, but awake. Yes. Yep. Okay. And now I'm my bonus action. I'll order the snake to attack blue fellow. Okay. And Your then uh, I will move here to flank with my snake. Okay. Um, and then it will be snake's turn, correct? Yes, the snake's turn now. Okay. Okay. This is the first attack since attack with advantage. Fifteen to hit, blue fellow. Fifteen to hit against this guy. That's a hit. All right. Then it will do damage. Oh. Damage. Bonk. Fifteen points of constricting damage. Oof. He stops glistening so much, and he looks kind of fucked up now. Uh, isn't he dead? Because no. I did. Um, I actually think I fucked up at some point along the way here with the temp HP that they had. Oh, you know what? We, we have a lot of things that we are just not doing the best job of accounting for right now. I'm going to put fair. most of that on me, but I'm going to also try to keep it somewhat as fair as possible and make judgment calls on the fly. So right there, and I actually used the 10 temp HP that I forgot to use there from his fucking magic ability he spent one of his whole turns giving to his friends all right oh, so it no. is now it is now grappled and restrained by the big snake and okay. the snake will take uh one point of damage from the bleed and snake will enter okay you got that hp done there yep okay next in the order is the bullywug king whops up begging for death fighting you what's going on does he even really know well it's good to say if you think it's crazy on here just wait till you see the wicked world above i'll i'll, I'll try to get there myself someday if it's through through you or through through there, through. And he starts to gesture wildly around, and he starts to speak in a language you don't quite understand anymore. And he starts to encant something, and womp vanishes. Ah, shit! Damn. This guy. Oh man. Um, and uh, did he cast a spell and disappear? He did 
cast a spell, I believe. Yes. I'd like to see if there's any way I recognize what he did. Okay. Um, do you recognize what he did? I mean, uh, what I'm asking check? out of game yeah. is like, yeah. I can cast invisibility. Did he just turn invisible sure. or did he just, yeah, know, yeah. teleport elsewhere? Make me an arcana check. Yeah, let's see. Um, can I? I don't know if I can see him, but would I be able to do that as well? Because I haven't seen him at all, but I know that there's a creature uh, over. Um, I think because you don't have line of sight on him. Um, yeah, that's You fair. did a second ago, actually. You totally did. So, yes, you can make the check as well. Okay. Arcana? I got 11, 11 arcana for me, but, you know, keeping in mind that if it's teleporty, I have yeah. seen him do it, so maybe it feels familiar. Sure. I don't know. Sure. 11, and what do you get? A like? nine. Nine. So you yeah, guys, <laughs> you see it, and it's clearly there's some sort of magic that is either moving this creature's form somewhere else or making them invisible. Um, there didn't seem to be, like, planar shifting magic going on. I can give you that. So, um, let's see. Let me make sure I have this right here. Um, yeah, I do have this right. Okay, so next in the order, top of round three, this guy stands up. His ruff is ripped, and he looks at you all like, fuck you, I'm the blue bullywug. It's been inconsistent how much HP I have at any one given time. <laughs> Goddamn. I'm a fucking monster. They dropped me down here into hell. He doesn't actually say this stuff, but he looks at you and his eyes say this. And he's like, I might die. You know what? I'm going to try to bring you fuckers with me. And he is going to reach down within himself for a big bellow. Pot. And within 30 feet of Blue Bullywug, which is Crow, which is Sparky, which is Fart, which is Dap, which is Karzalik, within 30 feet, I need you all to make me a wisdom saving throw as his song vibrates through the air. That's a four for Crow. A 14 for Sparky. Well, for Bart and the Snake 2, you said? Yep. Snake, snake 2, yeah. He didn't say it, but yes, Snake 2. Within 30 feet. 18 for Snake. So, 18 for the Snake. 17 for Dap. 12 for Bart. 8 for Karzalek. Four 17 for Dap. 17 Wait, for Dap. 4 for Crow. And Sparky has... 14. 14. Okay. I'm just going to go down the line here. Crow fails. Karzalek fails. Bart succeeds. Karzalek... Uh, sorry, Gap succeeds. The snake succeeds. Sparky succeeds. So we have damage coming into Crow, damage coming in to Karzalek, and that is it. 
I will roll the damage. My good die out here. As these echoing ripples burst through the air. How about you take nine points of psychic damage? Uh, oh, and the rest of you take four. Okie dokie. Okay. That was, I think. I mean, it doesn't say anything about it being in action, but I'm not going to rule that way. Um, okay. So next in the order, that's, that's its turn. Uh, it stands up and it does that. Next in the order is Green Bullywug. Green Bullywug is face to face with this snake. It's it's restrained, right? Green Bullywug? Yes. No, the blue Bullywug is restrained. Okay, blue well, still would have been able to do that ability then. There's nothing against doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's just AOE so, stuff. Okay, so green is not restrained. Green is free to do whatever it wants. Ish. Ish. Okay, what ish? <laughs> okay. So green bullywug is going to attack the snake. It is going to. The snake. Snake is so beautiful. Why? Do uh, drop the shield and do a two-handed spear attack. Uh, what's its AC? Twelve. Um. Two-handed, yeah, that's that's a miss by one. Bummer, Oof. got an 11. Okay, so that's attack number one. Uh, then it's going to lick as well, uh, and that is going to be a miss. Two misses. Sad, sad. Next Damn. up is Orange Bullywug doing whatever Orange Bullywug is doing. After that is Spark. Okay, um... Spark is looking at the restrained blue bullywug. But also the giant... Bull Spark has never seen this creature before. No. So oh. this this large leader of the bullywugs, it seems. What vibe am I getting from him and all of these? I mean, they're... They seem very, like... Um... He out. wants to die. He keeps he talking about that. Their their life is over. They want you to make it quick. They've been cast Just into hell. Um, they're ready to go. They want. To, it seems like they want to go out fighting, but they want like a good death. Okay. I look to Crow and I'm just like, is this normal? Uh, she just kind of shrugs. None of this is normal. Okay. Which one? Blue or the big? Now, now the big guy has is teleported away or disappeared. Right? Oh, he is, right. He is no longer yeah. within sight. He like, so I can't do that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Blue it is. Um, I'm gonna step five feet more forwards. I can't move myself, but I'm gonna move five feet forwards um, to be able to get a better view of the room. Um, hopefully, I'm still in darkness, but the blue bully bug is also restrained. So hopefully, I have advantage on this. Yeah, you'll have advantage. He's restrained. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's a uh, 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Or 23, but yeah. Um, 2d8. So as I as a Spark 
pulls, it was like the shadow blade had already like vanished in the blue bullywug and all of a sudden it reappears and sparks it spark oh boy. puts it up and chucks it again okay um that's eight plus two is ten points of psychic damage okay he's very close to death now um very close to death these are a lot tougher than the bullywugs you guys have fought before Mm-hmm. How much does it matter that I put this guy down, guys? We move on. I mean, do we want any witnesses? Like, maybe they can tell us something? Yeah. Maybe tell us about where that orange guy's going? Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah. I don't think that that's what's in uh, Bark's head, though. So I think the, uh, the Shadow Blade just reappears sparks um hand and i think that's my turn okay next in the order karzalek in the middle right. of the bridge over the lava um yeah and you know blue bullywug might have done a lot more damage than we thought i realized cars took damage for the first time since possessing a cursed axe that he had reattuned to this wisdom save is this wisdom save might change things um dc 15 okay oh boy. that's a five yes. cars oh boy walk us gets... through what happens when you fail <laughs> the axes i've hit it a lot of times it's been a minute there's been a lot of things that have happened walk us through what happens um all right this is all right this is wow okay hold on i have like <laughs> actual real emo- i have real emotions in this um that bully looks like mini sonic boom while Normally, when it when it first hit cars, you know, it was something of extreme discomfort, of, of pain, of, you know, but nothing that he would imagine fatal. But what left in the aftershock of that was just, you know, of course, when you're fighting, you're, you're, there's emotions, there's anger, there's tension. And being struck by that, he felt, you know, he's going he's gonna to kill this bullywog, but... More than that, these memories of just like the key, like this, the bullywog, a guapsop escaping and how close they were. They all just mm-hmm. boil up in him and he's just looking around at these creatures and he's just tired of being in this dungeon and surrounded by just these, to him, like now he sees them as these vile, foul creatures, just worth no less than the dirt that he treads upon. He looks down, he looks, and he looks straight down below him. And what does he see but these two big amphibious eyes staring right back at him? And I, he's just, he, he doesn't know, he does not notice, but this curse has overtaken him. He is consumed with rage and just, I imagine like rage from it, just that the, it's ancient previous proprietor fills him. He raises his axe up. He doesn't look at anyone else. He didn't say anything after that attack had struck him. He looks straight down at Dap right in the eyes. He raises his axe high above his head while standing upon him. And he brings it down as hard as he can with all the force possible. For a dirty 20 to hit. Wow. Okay. So, mechanically speaking, while Berserk, you must use your action each round attack the creature nearest to you the axe you are being faithful to that that is nearest to you you are overcome with this madness really that you've been subjected to this this trauma 
of fighting through this strange conflict across the fjord. And you need to roll damage on Dap now. Yep, the rage of Plep has, uh, Plep might be dead, but his rage has not, his madness has not left us. Um, that is a total of 13 slashing, which is enough to bring Dap down to zero. Wow. And wow. I imagine him planting this axe, like, like right into like the side of, you know, Dap from where he's standing and Oh, I don't. I don't know. If you want to describe, if you want to describe what, it, um, what a giant frog taking an axe in the side is I like, I think you just you you wound Dab really bad, and you probably lurch and maybe you need to make me some sort of check to stay on top of the mount right now because you're on top of a lava bridge, Karzalek. This, this is true. He does. Let's uh, Cavalier. He does have advantage to these checks, thankfully. Okay. What is? Uh, are we doing athletics? Is that would be the appropriate check for this? Or animal handling? Yeah. Maybe what is animal it? handling? Yeah. If you're. Where we get to use that? Yeah. Okay. Animal handling with advantage. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. Okay. For a dirty twenty. Okay. So you manage to dismount from this creature as it falls unconscious, but you are standing right where you are right now on the very edge of this. I'm gonna move your your whole thing here. Um, you're you're standing right on the edge of this bridge over what looks like a river of lava and teeter there for a moment. Um. We need to roll initiative for Dap. Okay. That's an eight. I don't imagine this curse taking over cars is like a snarling, like, but more like a just, you just look at his face and all you can see is just like, like a dark malevolence, like a very obvious aggressive malevolence. Okay. His movements are very smooth. His movement, he still has the practice movements of like a, you know, trained fighter. But all you can see is like that look of like, I'm, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, it's yikes. just that's like all that's, you can, that's the only expression on there. Um, okay, yikes. So he just like levels a strike into Dap. Dap goes yeah. down. And he then hops off. He looks at Bart and without saying a word, he just like, he... He has a shield up, his axe up. He closes in direct, as you know, quickly and directly. And he, from the side, he swings that axe coming in at Bart. Um, so this is his extra attack. Oh, that's sorry. That's a fourteen. Don't mind the advantage. That's a that's a fourteen. You miss. You miss. Sweet. I'm I'm really glad. And we'll take that. Um. Good. You yeah. don't murder your friend as well as your mount. Good God, this well, is going off the rails. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ben, have you looked at the conditions for how like he comes back to sanity? This is going to be very confusing. It didn't take a long time. Yeah. <laughs> what a room and a condition to be doing it in, too. So, is that the end of Karzalek's turn? Uh, let me check one thing. Yes. After Karzalek is the Red Bully Wug. And then Dap, and then Crow, and then Bart, and then Guap, Sop, and then Blue, and then Green, and then Orange, and then Spark, and then Cars. Okay. I got you. Mark After everyone's turn, I for keeping track of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> not even joking. Yeah, not even joking. 
first mark of heroism. The, the sheer computational ability of this robot <laughs> brain is just is just amazing. I am the algorithm. So, because I am having mega crazy technical difficulties, and my internet basically crashed my browser, and I was like, I'm just going to restart the computer. I should have maybe written down with a pencil and paper uh, what I had there, but it was just my computer was freaking out. So it's it's gone. And Michael came in clutch. So here we are. Next in the order is drum roll, Michael. Who went last? Cars. Uh, actually, I had one last question. Sorry, okay. um, cars berserking. Um, so he's not. So the, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of like how combat and like factions work. So cars is technically flanking Bart if you count the bullywug, but they're not on the same side, so flanking doesn't apply here, does it? No. no okay. I don't think so. You wouldn't okay. be flanking so anyways. So. Coordinated oh. to be getting that, I think. Oh, I see. Okay, understood. Yeah, you you're right. You have to flank with an ally. I'm pretty sure the way the rule works. Yeah, with an but, ally, so. which means you're, okay. you're against the same thing. So that's a okay, great but question. Cars is against everyone and everything right now. So. <laughs> cars is a maniac. All right, moving Jeez, on. Cars, I can't believe you're doing this. What the heck? Okay. Me, me too. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> okay, next. Is uh, Red Bullywug. Dead Bullywug. Red Bullywug is dead Bullywug. Cool. Then it Red is Dead Bullywug. Dap. Uh, Dap needs to make a death saving throw. God, he got to make this. It's a save. <sighs> nice. One in the column towards success and stabilization. Okay. After Dap is Crow. Crow, you're I think up. It Crow, you know, had a little smile trying to hide it when her uh, plan worked as hoped and <laughs> he struck down his mount. Um, oh my. And wow. But then her, her eyes kind of wow. widen in fear as he begins to tromp over him and misses <laughs> Bart. Like, clonk, oh, clonk, 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 clonk. He starts walking your direction <laughs> with Bart standing <laughs> and you're like, oh, I got him. Wait, shit. <laughs> I released Godzilla. Yeah. I think uh, uh, she looks to Spark and Bart and says, we better move, move, move now. Um, and I think she's going to uh, cast Firebolt on the uh, the blue one still up, right? Yes. Uh, blue is okay. still up with barely any right. HP left. It's he also restrained. Teetering. Restrained, restrained as well? At, at very yeah, low age. restrained. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So it's I'll do been away during this fight. Uh, 22 was my high roll. That's a hit. That for sure is a hit. Uh, and it's 13 fire damage. And it dies. It's completely dead. Very nice. And then she moves her 30 feet. One, two, three, four, five, six. And as a bonus action, disappears. she uh. casts a spell and the, she's surrounded by mist and vanishes from sight. Wow. Oh. Wow. Okay. And that is her turn. Okay. Oh my God. Very interesting. Well, that's what friends do. That's what friends do sometimes. What is oh, our next God. friend going to do here as we're coming? It's Guap's. Wait, no, it's Bart. It's Crow, Bart, Guap. Okay, so we're coming to the end of round three, I believe, right? Oh, gosh. Guap, 
been a messy one, you guys. It's been messy. Okay. Take yeah, it away. What the heck? All right. Um. I mean, yeah, I don't think Bart knows what the fuck is going on. Uh, I, think, I think you would somewhat. Like we we had a gist of the curse before. Like yeah, but, mechanics, but we. If, if, yeah. If, if he's attacking you with the axe, I think it's probably fairly obvious that he's lost it in some way. I would agree. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that Bart necessarily knows exactly what that means, right? So Bart is going to... Uh, uh, Bart is going to like <laughs> try to step back from Garza, like Be like, oh, guys, what are you doing? Stop! And like back up. Opportunity attack? I suppose so. Probably. Okay. Um, that's a 17. That'll hit. Uh-oh. For 10 slashing. I love this so much. It's so good. It's... Yes, it's just like... What are you doing? just... All you can see is... All you can see is murderous intent on his face. He doesn't say anything. It's like a tank rolling slowly towards you. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, but Zach really deal with is a pretty well-geared <laughs> fighter at this point with the plate armor, the plus two great axe, right? It's, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Bart is then going to surrender and die. Exactly. That is oh, a vibe, no. Uh, Wait, where Bart. where is sorry, where is Cars like standing? Here? Oh he's underneath he's underneath the red bully. Right there. Okay, but then so Bart's moving away out of the Yeah. Okay. Room. I am retreating from from Cars Luck. Gotcha. Um I will retreat use my bonus action to turn my snake back into a stick. Swamp, 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 swamp. And then cast Mage Hand as my action and grab my stick and bring it back. Love it. It's great. And then I'm going to like step back to Sparky or whatever your name is, Metal Man, and be like, <laughs> where did Crow go? What happened to Cars? Did you see? I don't know why he attacked. And uh, I think Crow that's going to be. Crow went that way. To yeah. where there's nobody in the in the hallway at all. Okay, so I can move one more square, so I'll move one more square and yell down, Crow, where are you, where are you going? What's happening? And I'm going to say, down the passage, and you can hear me reply. I mean, okay. Didn't, didn't teleport far away. And there is this opening right here. Yeah. That goes uh, into something to the north. That's that's all I can do, so that is my turn. Okie dokie. Who's next? It's interesting being the GM. Asperbart is Wapsop. Wopsop, the king of these bullywugs, so he says, has disappeared and is somewhere in this room. He is going to glide in the direction that pleases him. Okay. <laughs> in a pretty circle. Yeah. doing pirouettes. Invisibility. Uh, and he is going to 
unleash a spell from his arsenal of spells here. And that one is... Well, I'll tell you what happens in a second. Um, see if you can do this quite right here. One, two, three, four, five. This frog man appears on the bridge again, right next to the corpse of, or soon to be corpse maybe, of Dat. Womp, right there, he materializes. And he reaches out, womp, 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 and shoots this ray of sort of like cascading energy. And he's going to target the metal man. Standing at the door. Yeah. Why? The one showing, uh, throwing these shadowy blades into There's the room and killing his holy ones. in the middle of the room. Yeah, who's running away and doing something crazy. All right, um, all right. Respect, big bullywug, man. And I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw, Michael. Oh boy. Your new shiny character. A shiny. Ooh. My shiny. <laughs> I rolled in that one. Oh boy. <laughs> no. Okay. Rip okay. New character. Nothing I can do about uh, that. Bart, Trees. You look to your left and <laughs> you see this metal creature. It seems like it's alive, you know? Like there's there's some sort of spark, forgive me for that, of life. And behind also, their for the eyes, record, you know? I was just watching Bart just run away, just like I saw Crow run away from this battle that I thought we were getting into, but then all of a sudden everyone started running, and I'm confused, and now I just yeah, see it's, him. it's very confusing. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, Bart, you see this robotic companion of yours now start to shift their form. First, their arms bend in really close and snap a little bit. Then their legs bend down and they crouch. And then they let out their best <laughs> as they are turned into a small robotic chicken. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Gosh. I'm a chicken. <laughs> oh my god. I did not sign up for being a chicken. Oh, a robot that chicken. That wasn't the entirety of your character concepts to eventually become a robotic chicken. You thought I was going to be all dramatic at the end, but no. Robot chickens. The only time we can do that copyright infringement. Cut the mic. And then. And now you have to produce award-winning shows for adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add nausea.